Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. Hey, what's up? This is Chatty Patty from Black Ramen Podcast with Kevin Fletcher, a.k.a. Kaiser in the building, you heard? So we're here to let you know that you need to get in tune and listen to Beyond the Borders Podcast, where they speak real facts. Hey, this is Kid Gravity of Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kid Gravity. And before you start this show, just realize that all opinions are solely those of the host. And I'm previously on Beyond Borders. Nothing and, and just things happening to you. But... Even though doing nothing, I feel like you should try to do something. So that one part that I would, I, you know, put the blame on, on on us sometime. But I would say this is probably eighty twenty. So twenty percent us. Mm-hmm. Twenty percent us, and eighty percent of the system, and the history. It's just the history. This we got exposed because. COVID-19 might have showed up today, but like I said, our health were degrading for years. We just didn't have access. Based on our choices. Based on also on access. You needed it to be rich before the ACA to have access to health care. And you needed to work certain jobs to even have coverages mm-hmm. through your employer. Presents podcast to podcast. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. I don't know what time zone you're in. This is Kid Gravity, and welcome to a special edition of Beyond Borders. This is not an emergency show per se, this is my special series what I entitled podcast to podcast where occasionally Rose Gold and I bring on other podcasters to promote themselves talk about a variety of topics and we put them on to our audience which is you thank you so much for joining us no problem yes and he jumped in too quick but that's okay folks ah months ago I found a podcaster and they talk about everything down from aliens to are we really alone in this universe? And I was fortunate to be a guest on their show and he opened up my mind to things, including faith. And I felt like David Rubin, the day Larry Elder red pilled him about black on black violence. systemic racism so I said to myself why not bring him to our world and see firsthand how his brain thinks so I have brought on 
He calls himself Genocidal Jack from the Just a Conversation podcast. And I'm going to allow him to introduce himself and explain what his podcast is about. So, Jack, if you would like to begin. Um, hello. Yeah, I am a proclaimed Genocidal Jack. I, uh, I'm one half of the Just Conversation podcast, a show where we essentially have conversation on any number of topics. Uh, there is no uh, theme, no topic, no subject we do not approach with the ultimate goal of making it more understandable and essentially grounding the topic in reality as much as we can. It's a critical thinking show where we try to understand that all perspectives are right. It's just a matter of the perspective itself and the approach you take to information. We don't believe that there's any wrong other than believing you are right. That's pretty much the gist of it. Mm. This is for all the intellectuals and the ones that want to know more about life. Go listen to them. They're available everywhere, especially Apple. So in your introduction, Mr. Jack, you mentioned the word critical and the current dust up with this nation is theory on critical race theory and how some people want it and some people don't. So let's begin with that. Do you know what that is and have you been looking into it? Critical race theory, elaborate. Well, according to Wikipedia, it says it's a theoretical framework in the social sciences that examines society and culture as they relate to categorizations of race, law, and power. So basically what I'm getting off of that is, sounds like they wanna, they're doing that old, everything has to do, everything can be correlated with race and how laws are interpreted and who's in charge. Um, I highly disagree. I think, mm-hmm. I think that that is a choice we make actively. I, th- I believe that we turn things into a racial thing. Now, don't get me wrong. There are mm-hmm. subjects that are heavily race-related, and I, I would argue the same for gender. There are subjects which are very gender-focused, and there are differences to be acknowledged in race and in gender. Somebody who's intentionally not seeing color is kind of missing the point of life. But when it comes to saying that all things can be racial, I, I disagree because not all things can be racial or should be. You can make, I guess, any single individual subject that could ever exist about race. But if you say, for example, intellect, if two people are raised in an environment and they're taught the same things, they are raised by the same parents and one happens to be white, one happens to be black, they go to the same school, they get the same education, they don't have, neither has some kind of deficiency in learning. They will have the same capacity. There's nothing inherently race related that would distinguish Uh, Something like that. Now, if we say the same situation would happen and we're talking about running track, we have a notable difference that you can trace to genetics, to literal genetics that states that people who evolved from a certain circumstance have more muscle mass and higher endurance naturally provided through evolution that hasn't worked its way out of the system. So then we say the black guy is probably better at track. It's just something that is inherent in humanity. So there are subjects that are racial and could be thought of that way, 
and there's subjects that are not. And if we use that same track as an example, it only really applies if we're talking about two people from different environments completely, even if they have that. For example, you can have the kid who was born uh, to a family that supports uh, many uh, sports, and then a person who is genetically superior when it comes to that specific sport, the work surpasses the genes because you could be born with any amount of gifts but if you're not working at them the guy who is practicing every day is still going to be better suddenly your race doesn't mean shit so there is a place and a time for everything interesting all right let's hit you with the second part of this now their second sentence on critical race theory is developed out of postmodern philosophy is based on critical theory a society, oh, sorry, a social philosophy that argues that social problems are influenced and created more by societal structures and cultural assumptions than by individual and psychological factors. To me, I think with this, especially what's going on today, I think that got kind of muddled because they're all sounding by this definition. It's almost sounding like they're taking the accountability away from the individual. And more putting everybody in a group and just assuming, okay, you're right, you're wrong. So do you think that's the case or maybe I got it wrong? I'm not even entirely sure. Rephrase that because I... Okay, basically they're saying the critical race theory, it's more on the social problems. They group it by race and cultural assumptions instead of doing one man and taking that that case and putting it on the individual oh okay yeah you're talking about generalizations right yes definitely i do believe that things are heavily generalized rather than thought out in an individual case but that's sort of what happens when you're talking about race because if you were to address a person individually race uh would exit the conversation in one shot so let's say, you know, a bunch of white cops attacking uh, one individual black guy. Now we're not talking about a black guy being the target. We're talking about the cops being corrupt. It's no longer about race. It's about corruption. Mm-hmm. When we look at event after event after event after event, we see a pattern of racism. But on an individual case, it would be impossible to see racism or see a subject be about race because there's no other example that we can compare to. We sort of need uh, examples to contrast and examples to follow suit in order to say, yes, it's a race issue or it's not, even if somebody decided it's a race issue. I have, uh, in fact, I have an example for that. I have a, a friend, she was on Facebook talking about breastfeeding and uh, somebody came and said, uh, in, in the heated argument about breastfeeding, she mm-hmm. eventually explained that, you know, it's a baby and the baby needs to eat no matter what. And somebody's, oh, no, it's disgusting, blah, blah, blah. It was in a Walmart or blah, blah, blah. And somebody jumped in for whatever reason, compared breastfeeding to uh, slavery. I don't know how the hell this happened, but sure, why not? She eventually landed on you are the person who reacts this way is ignorant and stupid. And then a third person commented saying, that's a black person that you said that to. How racist are you to say they are ignorant and stupid? She had no idea what race the person was. But we, we've hit this area where we can turn anything into a racial argument, whether or not race has to do with it. 
any person who would have said that would have been ignorant and stupid, but he happened to be a black guy, so now it's racist to call him ignorant and stupid. Had it been a white guy, it would have been fine. Now, this isn't actually about race. This is actually about a third party that is equally ignorant and stupid, but we managed to turn it into a racial argument just because race. Mm. Press reading in slavery, God dog. Ah, uh, okay. That's a that's a new one for me as well. I I. You know what? I guess breastfeeding must be tied to white supremacy. I guess. I guess, right? Oh Jesus. Okay, fine. I have to ask you this because I respect the fact that your podcast deals with subjects that most people won't touch, and we do this also over here. Because I listen to other black podcasts and they don't want to touch these subjects unless it's mainstream. So the other day, I did, we did, well, actually this past Sunday, we did an episode called How COVID-19 Exposed Black People. And I was explaining to Rose that we got exposed not only socially, we got exposed economically and medically. Because we all remember when this first started, white people were the first ones dying, old white people. And everybody, well, I saw a lot of black people running around saying, oh, Trump's base is going to be gone and all the old, old racist white folk are going to be dying out and we're happy. Then it started hitting the colored communities and then everybody got, you know, concerned with it. So I guess my question is, how do you feel about, I guess we're almost a year to COVID, if you want to count August when they first discovered that this might be a problem, how do you feel the world's coped with this pandemic? And then also how black people coped with it? Well, the world is doing relatively fine, all things considered. It's mainly the United States that seems to be in a shitstorm. The United States and India, particularly. Every other place mm-hmm. kind of got it under uh, sort, of, sort of a grip on it. And right. uh, sort of kind of Brazil. It had a real hot moment where it was really, really bad. Inside mm-hmm. of cooled down there a little. It's not great, but it's not nowhere near as bad as the U.S. and India. Mm-hmm. Now, when we're talking about race particularly, it did expose a couple of holes uh, with health. It exposed holes with uh, uh, money for the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the economy and how the, the distribution is definitely bad. But I wouldn't say it's uh, this is sort of one of those problems where it gets turned into a race issue again mm-hmm. when it's kind of wrong. I think it's entirely an economy based problem because. We happen to be in a heated racial moment. We look at everything through a racial lens and say black people and Hispanics are more affected. But ironically, so are the poor white people. We're just not looking in their direction right now. So it's not a race issue. It just so happens to be that the majority of Hispanics and black people happen to be in low uh, 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 income areas. But... Mm -hmm. White people in low-income areas are also suffering the same problem. So it's one of those situations where we're just trying to make things about race, but it's not. This is an economy problem, mm-hmm. and it's an education problem. Because people in mm. lower uh, economies 
are also the same people who aren't educated well enough to know how to eat better, to know how to be healthier, to exercise properly. They don't have the level of education that allows them to make these choices. Yes, there are outliers that teach themselves and make it out of these situations, but by a vast majority, low-income areas have poor education, they have poor health. That has to do with the fact that ch giant chain food things with incredibly cheap food, which are the McDonald's and the Wendy's and the KFCs, go to low-income areas because they sell cheap food and these people can afford it the most and they're more willing to go there than go buy something extremely expensive at a supermarket because a fruit isn't cheap. No. Not compared to buying when you could buy for $5 a giant meal instead of just three apples for the same price so mm -hmm. you have a, a vast difference here uh, it also goes to show that we are very accustomed to eating extremely high quantities of food when we've evolved from creatures that could barely even manage a meal daily which is why white people and educated individuals fast regularly but mm -hmm. in low-income communities if you didn't have three meals a day you know you're, you're not doing well and that's a, a, an ideological problem. There's a lack of education going around and showing people that a person who's eaten less has a sharper mind than a sharper body versus a person who's eaten more that has a sluggish body that has uh, a lack of healthy nutrients but a lot more carbs that are weighing them down and slowing their mind down and destroying their immune system. And then when something like this comes through, it ravages their community. But it's entirely the fact that the KFC was two blocks away. You didn't really have to go anywhere to get it, so you didn't exercise to get the crap that was crap in the first place and had no nutrients and only had carbs and only had problems and you put that greasy sugary salty mess into your body it destroys your immune system COVID shows up and your entire population got decimated and it had nothing to do with race it had to do with the economy and the fact that your schools aren't funded enough for you to have the knowledge necessary that comes into play when we have uh, uh, an economy established on the income of the area funds the school rather than the entire country has federal funding for individual schools so that all schools have equal footing we don't have that we just have your community funds it so if your community's poor that means your school has poor education and you'll never make it out of that situation but if you had federal funding for all schools that was equal everybody would have the same information and there would be no situation in which there is a community that is decimated by any plague everybody would be equally across all the land mm. Folky you agreed with both of us well, I just called that detente there because Rose was like yes he agreed with me and I'm like yeah whatever um, that's so you're saying it's mostly economic 100% economic Okay, that's fine. So, are you with the theory that we should strengthen the dollar with, I guess, gold? Strengthen the dollar with gold? What do you mean? Well, back in the day, you remember how the dollar used to be backed by gold, so it was always, there wasn't so much inflation. So now, without that, money's almost like worthless now. Which is why they're trying to move to digital currency now, which I think is going to be a problem because you could easily lose your money. And now we have everybody gotten, getting that $600, but next year you're going to get hit with these tax bills and people are not going to be able to afford it. So I think, you know, maybe if we back the money with gold again, you know, the dollar would be worth something. So maybe it would encourage people more now to save their money so we don't have this economic problem anymore. Because that was one of my points 
when we did that show that we don't as well black folks don't save enough so when things like this happen we're not running around trying to figure out what we're gonna do like we don't have plans that is in place. again an education problem Right. Has, so, so the whole black people not saving thing. That why do uh, high income schools teach eco- economics? I don't understand why that's not in like. You also don't get civics taught in like low income schools, schools. But civics right. is a whole other problem you need to address. And you need to know your laws. You need to know how to save mm-hmm. money. You need to know how to be healthy. These are all just economic problems. I don't think uh, backing the dollar with gold is going to fix a lack of education. Are you going to have? No, not own. that. That's just like. That was just like one way you could start to change things, but you no, know, definitely again, the way to change things change. is federally fund all the schools. Second, mm-hmm. uh, probably universal basic income, and do like a dual system where you have everybody gets the bare minimum, including the rich people, so nobody's left out. Everybody, one hundred percent, gets universal basic income. Sure, you tax the top more, and then you redistribute that money evenly. Now, people who want to, so, so essentially, I, I'm of the, of the mind who believes we, we're in a world that forces everybody to work. Not everybody wants to work. Not everybody has the motivation to work. Not everybody is a working person, while some people are. So mm-hmm. now I think universal basic income should take the form of not literally giving people money, but supplying the things they need, you know? Give everybody a home equal to the number of people in their family. Allow them a certain amount of food equal to the number of people in their family, so food stamps or whatever the case might be. So everybody in the planet, or I guess in the country, if we can control the planet, whatever, but in the country, everybody in the country would get the a home that they would be given unless you already afford a home of your own. And you would be given uh, equal amount of food necessary to the amount of people in your family, and this is coming from taxing the biggest, richest people who exist. You use that money, you redistribute it, you give it to everybody, no matter who the hell they are. You use that same money to fund schools, you use that same money to give people power, electricity, water, uh, heat, anything they need, all the necessities, but they don't have physical money. To get physical money, you go work. So you won't have a PlayStation, you won't have cable, you won't have all these extra shits that uh, we indulge in. You won't have a cell phone unless it's provided by a job or something along those lines. All these extra things that you don't need to survive would be something you acquire by working for extra money. But you would get all the necessities given to you. That helps us a lot. People could get the right food they need, have the nutrients they need, fund uh, healthcare, fund education, but don't give people more than they need. Always give exactly what they need so that there's an incentive and reward for those willing to work for more. You can still be rich. You're not going to if you're not doing anything for it, but you can still be rich. Otherwise, you're just another person completely surviving off of the basic necessities. And I think that's the best way to sort of fix every problem all at once in one shot. You tax the rich, the filthy, filthy, filthy rich, you know, increase the tax gradually as you go up, redistribute that money evenly between everybody, fund all the possible things that you can use, which are education, healthcare, give people universal basic income in the form of housing and food stamps and healthcare and blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Okay. That's something to think on. I had to do some research on that. Hmm. Tax everybody. I don't know how the poor folk going to take that, but I guess everybody has to put their fair share in for the system to work. Exactly. You can, uh, here's the thing. <coughs> the pe- people don't generally understand what tax really even is. You, mm-hmm. you tell the 
people in the low income communities, you're going to tax them. And they're like, what the fuck? You know, you're going to tax us more. Okay. You made $100 and we only take 7%. You lost $7. You have $93 left. But then they'll tell you, well, I need that $7. Yeah, they're 100% going to say they need that $7. But you know, you've gotten used to the $100. Now, if you Mm -hmm. get used to the $93, $97, you won't miss. Yeah. As long as you're adjusted to the amount. Now, Mm -hmm. the difference is you might be getting taxed 7% and the rich might be getting taxed 7%, but a guy with a billion dollars is getting taxed. That same 7%. Yeah, that's exactly. There's a giant difference in what's happening. So to start bitching about, oh, I needed that $7. Shut the fuck up. You are getting the short end of the stick. You're getting the easy. You're getting the easy whooping. You're getting the easy way out of this. Mm Mm-hmm. See, folk, I told you why I brought him on. I bet you a lot of y'all didn't think like that. A lot of them probably raging on the other side of their mics. Not mics, but their headphones. Listen, whatever. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. For us, well, black folks, we have to think like this. We're different. Everything we do is different. Even the way we move, the way we operate in life, it's different. You can't think about how somebody else is doing something that's why i always say you can't you look at the system you have to adjust it to work for you but you know they don't want to hear that because apparently the system's racist and they don't care yeah that's a big but yeah you're getting you're getting you're getting money but you're getting something from the same racist system yeah exactly exactly like okay you don't like the system right and you don't want to be taxed and you don't want to encounter these situations so we're going to do this we're not going to tax you we're not going to tax you a single penny, but you can't use any of the things that taxpayers pay for. So, exactly. all right, let's start knocking things off the list, right? Your so vouchers. you, you're not allowed to drive on the streets. That was mm. that's tax paid. You you don't you don't get to own a car in our city. Also, you're not allowed to walk on the sidewalk because that was made by taxpayer money. Mm-hmm. Um, any government housing? No, you're not allowed because that's taxpayer money paying for that. You can't go to the hospital, hospital. unless you have money. You can get well. You can keep your money, but I could amend that a little bit. You can't go to a county hospital. You can't go to a county hospital. I mean, you can go to yeah. a private hospital, but you got to pay for it. Pay, yeah, you got to pay for that out of your pocket. No insurance. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The cops won't show up if something happens to you and you because call you're them. funding them. Your yep. house burns down. Yep, cops no firefighters. Nobody. You uh, up. fall down the stairs and you and you snap your ankle in half. Unless you know a private ambulance service can't call the city. Nope. Nobody's showing up. Mm-hmm. Um. So we suddenly got like a couple of problems going on. We can oh, definitely yeah. avoid oh, taxing the food, you. The big one that we just talked about, food. If you get if you get SNAP or WIC, you you got to pay full price for your food. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You don't get any benefits. It's, it mm-hmm. is all out of your pocket. So, yeah, we can not tax you. But go ahead and calculate how much money you'd waste on average if it wasn't for that 7%. Mm. It would be way more than 7%. It's the fact that even the rich people are paying that 7% that allows you to have these benefits. But if you didn't have that, if you didn't pay that 7%, just that $7, then you don't get access to that billionaire's $70 million. And you'd have no public transportation, so how you get around. Yep. And you'll be stuck in traffic all day. And guess what's going to end up happening? Your emissions tax is going to go up as well. So you're going to have to shut off that car on the highway. Eh, you know, like, people don't think. 
people don't think they don't process it they, they the problem is we're in a uh, uh, we, we're in a society at the moment that is entirely fueled by emotion rather than reason mm -hmm. and everybody's reacting rather than processing nobody's taking a moment to think about what's happening everybody is just how do i feel about it and i'm i'm a scream it at the top of my lungs the second i understand how i feel right and then hope everybody looks at me and feels the same way exactly exactly mm -hmm. okay let's play that game then it went down yesterday miss brianna taylor her well the uh, that odyssey ended and a new one started only one of the cops got charged and that was the one that recklessly shot into the house from outside the mama got paid and protests, of course, erupted, including up here in New York and Houston and Louisville, and I think Atlanta also. And ever since this case went down, the country's been divided. People were saying, you know, she needs her justice. Other people were saying, well, just look at the evidence and she was part of it. We're not saying that she was supposed to die, but we got to stop absolving criminals and stop praising them. Me, I said they shouldn't have taken that money if they knew that they recklessly killed her because you took that money. That means that the cops are going to get off and lo and behold, a week later, the cops got off. So how do you feel about how the case was handled or what are your thoughts on that case? Well, I was hearing uh, the mother of Brianna Taylor on NPR the other day, and mm -hmm. uh, she said when she was asked about the money and how much money she got mm -hmm. her response was i think justice is this is the beginning of justice being served and then i have to sit here and think about this and like money money that was that was the beginning of justice being served you getting a paycheck that's where it began you getting a paycheck was the beginning of justice being served so presumably a lot more money would have meant a lot more justice was served. Presumably, enough money means justice was served. It's fascinating that her mother can put a price on her life. That mm. is so interesting to me. When you think about that, not talking about anybody else, because it, it, this is a race issue, sure, whatever anybody wants to say. When it comes to just her mother and her death, we can say... Her mother should no longer get a say. One, because she accepted the money, and two, because she defines money as justice. She does not care about the issue at hand. She kind of doesn't really care about the daughter's death for enough money. She does at the moment, but you could technically just make her feel good with enough money based on her own response. Oh, and real quick, it's not really $12 million she got. She got about eight and a half because remember, she's still got to pay Crump, but that was we, we talk about that in a minute. Yeah, no, all of that is uh, ridiculous either way. The fact that anything mm -hmm. was beginning to be served because of money. <coughs> now, of course, her accepting the money means those cops get off. You're accepting some sort of deal here. Mm -hmm. You can't be complaining when you took the money. You should have said, no, I want the justice served. But you mm -hmm. could bribe anybody. Anybody could be bought. We, we are people with no morals. Mm. When it comes to a social issue... It becomes a little more complicated. The waters get muddy because you have an individual that was essentially a criminal. Fine. Did they deserve to die over crime? Duh. Depends no. on what you're thinking about. Because think about it. 
who decides what punishment for what crime? The law. Why? Well, who I mean, who makes the law? Why why are they correct? The people that you elect. Yeah. Why are they correct? Why are they the? Why is it the right choice? Okay. Somebody uh, rapes a little kid. We're gonna mm. send you to jail. Somebody commits murder. We're gonna send you to jail. You're both gonna serve twenty five years. Like the crimes weren't the same. Why were same. the punishments the same? Mm-hmm. So why why I don't understand who is choosing. Why we're okay with it. Uh, it should be done on a basis by basis type of thing. We should definitely choose all individual situations and process things individually. Now, when we're looking at two cops that were left out, they didn't they didn't kill a person. I'm not even sure if they shot their guns. We know one person did, got the kill. Okay, great. That guy was playing Call of Duty, send him to prison, whatever. We got two more individuals here who didn't kill anybody. They did trespass on somebody's property, I think without a warrant. So they're still committing a crime. Should they go to jail for her murder? Not really. No. They didn't kill anybody. They didn't even try. You know what it is? I think you know you know the bank robbery theory, right? What's the bank robbery theory? You didn't have to participate in it, but if you were in the car and you all get caught, you're, you're still doing the same amount of time. That's ridiculous. That's a yeah. bunch of people reacting emotionally to shit. I 100% think that's the biggest problem we have right now, and that is why we have this collective of stupid wave coming through for every fucking thing that happens. We're not even paying attention anymore how stupid we're fucking behaving. If you look at what happened immediately following George Floyd, we have a bunch of people reacting emotionally instead of processing the situation. Everything was on track for like a week before we they diverted our attention. Hey, here are some statues. Let's start taking that down. While the cops are walking around freely... Nobody's fucking thinking. We're being too emotional. Oh, let's attack their symbolism. Great. You just let the guys get away because they point it over there and you look like a fucking jackass. Stop making everything. That's why I said. Yeah, sorry. They need to stop making everything so. It's it's so frustrating because you're following your emotions. Everybody's following Mm -hmm. their emotions and they're easily distracted. And because of this, they are easily manipulated. The only way you can beat people who think is by thinking back at them. You can't beat people who are thinking at you by feeling at them and being irrational about all your choices while they're being you're basically playing checkers against somebody who's playing 3D chess. Mm. Yeah, because I said that, too. I was like, if y'all really that pissed off about them cops, you go see them cops. It's not hard to Google where them cops stay at. But no, y'all burned down a whole city for what? Yeah. But, uh, they were burning down black businesses. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, in the black neighborhoods. And then y'all going to wonder why. And I always say this on the, on the podcast. Is, and I make Rose get pissed off at me when I say this. When this stuff goes back to some semblance of normalcy, y'all going to be the same ones running around saying, why are these people following me in the store? Exactly. And then what? And then you can't. And then you know what? I'm gonna be one of those people that are gonna say, "Well, you know what? Maybe if you didn't burn down their stores and destroy their stores, maybe they won't follow you." Yeah. Uh, tragically, and this is where people are gonna freak out on the other side of the speakers. But you are what you're being accused of being. Mm, say it again. <laughs> you are what you're being accused of being. It's tragic, but you can't. You can't be angry that they called you an animal and then go behave like an animal. You have to be angry that they called you an animal and then behave like a thinking person. Mm-hmm. And I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not a person who looks at uh, the, the opposite perspective. Because there was a lot of this bullshit about, 
You know, it's tragic somebody died, but they gotta stop burning down the cities. That's retarded. It's tragic they're burning down the, <laughs> the cities, cities, but you know, the black people need to stop dying. Right. Perspective shift. But also, why the fuck are you burning down your own? Go into a fucking white neighborhood. What are you doing? No, but see, here's the thing with the white neighborhood, and they kind of showed that up in Seattle and up in Minnesota as well. You can't go in them white neighborhoods with that bullshit. You saw what the McCloskeys did. Yeah, but... And that's just... And that's an old white couple. No, look... This is the problem. This is where education is the issue. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say this, but colored people are dumb motherfuckers because they, they get brother. manipulated so hard by the system. How are you convinced that you need to put your guns away by the people who keep their guns aimed at you? What mm-hmm. the fuck are you talking about? You're over mm-hmm. here protesting, oh, well, take the guns out of the school and take this and take that. It's like you realize only your community is putting the Pretty guns away. Sweet. Meanwhile, they live somewhere where they all own a gun. Gun. Yeah. Multiple guns. Multiple guns. If you try to go into their neighborhood. And they clean it every night. A hundred percent. That shit will never backfire. Mm-hmm. And this is a problem because you can't invade they, their neighborhood, but they can invade no, yours. Like I said, in Seattle, up north, in, north of Seattle, they tried that. BLM tried to go up in that white neighborhood. They were ready for them. They were just standing there with their guns. They're like, go ahead and try, and try something. Well, there's actually, uh, it's a numbers problem. See, Mm -hmm. if we go back to the beginning of the country, all of society was, uh, this country, society was built essentially on slaves brought over. How Mm -hmm. do you control slaves when there were so many less of you? You use guns. You control them with Mm -hmm. the guns. They don't have have the guns, so you keep them in check. Meaning, Mm -hmm. when this country began, there were more black people than white people. Also, black people reproduce faster than white people so upon getting to this country there were way more black people than white people so the cities were built using the asians that were brought through slavery and the black people that were brought through slavery okay so there was never a period in time in which you were the minority that's just a narrative they have to tell you so you don't rise up and fucking swallow them that's some shit that they tell the poor so the poor don't eat the rich that's all mm-hmm. it is. But you've never been the minority. The black people have never been the minority. The white people have always been the minority. But they control you with their guns. Straight Ooh, say that all again. of history. Wait a minute, say that again? Say what again? That the black people have never been the minority. The white people have been the minority. <laughs> this is going to be a spicy episode. Let's go. Yeah, but then they, uh, they've always used guns to control the minority. And straight. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is think about the environments in which you live. A city has three million people in it while a while you look at a fucking a town of two thousand three thousand people those two thousand three thousand people own the city with the millions of people that's just the situation and somehow they've convinced you you're the minority and you Mm. call yourself no i'm a minority how the fuck? Go ahead and explain that to me because I'm not getting it. If you decided as a collective to go over there and just eat these motherfuckers, are they going to stop you? They got guns. If you had guns, what the fuck are they doing? I'm not ready. They ain't ready for those numbers. Those numbers are heavy numbers. They don't have mm-hmm. enough soldiers for that because the majority of the soldiers are the colored people. What the fuck are you going to do when that goes down? Fucking nothing. You're just outnumbered like 10 to 1 on average. There's nothing you can fucking do. You don't even need guns. If you 
If they didn't trick you into being polarized over every goddamn topic all the time and had you stay together and say, hey, we're going to go as a group and fuck them up. Do they have the bullets it takes to stop you all? No. No. You could win in every situation, except they keep reinforcing that you can't. And they'll continue to reinforce that you can't. And you believe the words rather than the actions. Mm. And that's a problem. Because we keep being undereducated intentionally. So that they can keep that grip tight. So that when they want to establish some new rule or they want to like fucking flick their wrist and hit you with that whip, they can. But all you're doing is reliving slavery. That's all it is. They're just keeping you under control by brainwashing you into thinking things. But under what circumstance is a city the minority of urban citizens versus a rural area that barely has fucking anybody in it? Because they like to own so fucking much and they have mad land per house. You have a single building that can outnumber blocks and blocks and blocks that they live on. So mm. what the fuck is happening? It's all education-based. I think education is the biggest problem, and it's controlled by people who are corrupt to begin with. <laughs> I told y'all this was going to be a spicy conversation, but okay. Let's talk about it. BLM. What about it? <sighs> I don't like them. You don't like Black Lives Matter? No. I don't. Why? I, I understood their message initially years ago when they were saying, you know, we have to matter as well. I rode with them. But then the years passed by and I just didn't like the way the direction that they were going. And what made me even more mad was they said they're trying to get there they basically said that they're anti-men because they didn't want to have the western prescribed nuclear family intact so they're basically saying they don't want men anywhere near families wait and are we talking about feminists or black no, lives no, matter no, no this is black lives matter this was on their website i'll send you the i'll send you the clip because i have the I have a screenshot. Okay, okay, okay. I see the problem here. You are associating two different things. There is the idea of Black Lives Matter, and then there's some retarded organization that decided to name themselves the same shit and pretend that they represent the idea. No, 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 no. This was theirs. Unless they stole the name because this was off their website. No, this is what I mean. If there's a website for Black Lives Matter that was Mm -hmm. made by individuals who want to take claim for the idea that Black Lives Matter... So the corporation or the activist group, Black Lives Matter, are fucking idiots like every other group of activists. Now, the Mm -hmm. idea that Black Lives Matter, that makes sense. The group Black Lives Matter can go get run over. Who cares? The idea Black Lives Matter stands. And I think that idea is very solidly a good idea. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I meant more the group. I don't. Oh no! Fuck the group. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like the group. Yeah, fuck the group. Not they the matter. message. No, I'm cool with the message. Yeah, the message. The problem is people don't even get the message. Specifically, right. white people don't get the message. They think we're saying Black Lives Matter the most. It's it's not really. We're no. saying they just matter. No, but all lives matter. Yes, 100 percent agreed. Also, Black Lives Matter. 
Yeah, right. but black, li black lives are part of the whole. I get that you think that, but until we understand that fully through actions as well, I think we got to remind you that black lives also matter. Not mm -hmm. they matter more, not they're the only ones that matter. No, they just matter. They all matter, but so do black lives. And it's sad that you got to say it, but... Yeah, you know, some people, they don't want to... They don't want to challenge that because then they're going to say, oh, they, you know, they're going to start calling them racist and all that. That's like that's like the worst buzzword you can have on you right now. What, Black Lives Matter? No, racist. Oh, racist. Oh, it's... let me tell you something. When when this is all over, ooh, black people going to have a lot to answer for. Oh, you don't even understand, bro. The amount of black racists that have been revealed because of this situation is so ridiculous. <laughs> In specifically... Oh my and god! I, and me too. I was hoping that this would be like a ploy to bring out the racist, so we can see who it is. But more than anything, you gave them more power. Waves, bro. There's so many of them. No, check it out. Though I, I was reading a fucking article the other day, and mm -hmm. uh, when I read this, I was like, "Yes, this guy gets it." Which was uh, he? He was talking about how there's the whole black woke movement of you know we are melanin. Uh, heavy mm -hmm. individuals and our melanin gives us power and we come from the promised land and we are the original you know you everything yeah everything comes from us we the, the earth wouldn't exist without us we are superior and because of that you know we are genetically the only ones capable and it's like you realize you sound like a white supremacist about black culture right you're a black supremacist yeah your blackness makes you better how is that different than their whiteness makes them better the <laughs> fuck are you talking about how is this this is ridiculous mm -hmm. can't say white power but you can say black power all day all day long and it's okay it's totally fine you can say black power every day all day mm -hmm. i don't know bro i i don't know this is um i keep i keep telling listen y'all gotta get away from them if you want to preach them, if you want to preach the three words, go preach the three words. But if you're going to sit there and defend people going out there, burning cities and burning neighborhoods and shooting at cops, when this is over, they're going to disappear. No, I the white it. liberals that joined from Antifa are going to disappear. They know how to blend in. Look, I, I got a simple if you really you're really about that eye for an eye type of lot type of life. I have mm -hmm. no problem with it, but actually make it an eye for an eye. Don't go destroy random businesses that have nothing to do with it. Don't go into, I'm just kidding when I say go attack white neighborhoods. Like most of those people had nothing right. to do with fucking anything. They're just over right. there minding their own business. They don't want people showing up and destroying their shit because of you being racist and generalizing all white people. Mm -hmm. That's equally bad as being felt like you were generalized. You want an eye for an eye. You first make sure you truly believe that the cop who did it, did it intentionally and out of racism, not out of fear, not out of ignorance. Otherwise, you put them through some crucial training and you punish them a little. But if you truly believe this murder is made out of racism, you find that cop and you kill that cop. That's it. You don't go and destroy a bunch of other shit. You do a true eye for an eye. You don't feel it out. You don't say, oh, no, well, all white people are red. No, there's more white people than you can comprehend on your side fighting for your cause, which kind of makes them right, racist towards white people when they're also like, no, give the black mm -hmm. people all the benefit. Which well, that's why I said the white liberal is the that, that's the white person's problem right now. Yeah, well, in reality, the weirdest problem is the fact that the majority of this is white on white with a lot of black people sitting back being like, I never said that. 
Because it'll be like a white person says something, and then another white person is like, that's racist. And then, yeah, and then they, the black people are sitting back like, I never said that was racist. I'm cool. No, no, no. You're offended. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck do you mean? I'm a, no, no, no. You're offended. And we're going to go You better go get, tell them how much you're offended. And yeah, we're going to go front. get you justice. But I'm not offended. No, no, no. We're going to get you justice right now. And it's mm-hmm. like, so you, even you can't, you're not even allowed to feel what you want to feel because some white guy is mm-hmm. also going to take charge of that. Mm. <laughs> this is, this, whew, this is going to be fun. I can't wait. Um, all right, real quick before we move on. Um, okay. I don't know if you saw, I, I did a show this morning about an ad I saw where a bunch of Atlanta strippers did a video, a political ad, mind you, of telling people in the South to go vote, black men. In the South to go vote. Right. <clears throat> I went off on it because I said no other community would allow us, would allow that something like this to be portrayed as a barometer of their, of wh- what they stand for. Right. And what scared me more was the fact that people either said that this was a cool ad because it got black men talking or the fact that I saw a lot of people blaming including a female podcaster I went off on got mad and said that this was Trump's fault which I don't even know how you correlate the two but okay well, look, a lot opinion. you have to understand that people are going to freak out at Trump no matter what the case might be that's more right. about them than it is about Trump these are people who are again like I said before just being emotional as for mm. the ad, I don't know why you're bothered by the ad. If you're looking at a group of people who that markets to, then you do that. Wouldn't you... Uh, okay, let's say you know your audience is on Facebook. You put the ad on Facebook. If you're trying mm-hmm. to aim at gamers, you put some games and make the characters say the message. If you're talking about sports, you hi, you pay the sports guy. You put the ad during a sports thing, and sports fans are going to see their favorite athlete. Say, go vote, or whatever the fuck. So this is no different than that. You're just looking at, again, a, a lower income group that this is being aimed at the people mm. marketing understand their audience and they're marketing according to their audience that's perfectly fine if somebody else doesn't approve of it we just have to ask who decided what's right and what's wrong and why are we putting ourselves inside that box hmm. interesting. that's an interesting take <clears throat> i'll send you the link and then you could you you can go listen to it later and just hear how i how i kind of explained why it was kind of a problem Ah, but okay. The election. 40-something days left. And we can all agree that this has been the most contentious election ever. Highly doubt that. Really? Hell yes. It just happens to be the only one we're in that's in our lifetime this series. But think of Mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan. It's the same shit. Which one? Ray, uh, Ronald Reagan versus like a Bush. That shit was crazy. But we weren't. Oh fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we weren't there for it. It didn't matter to us. We were too young for that shit. Meanwhile, everybody else thought the world was ending. They thought um, Bush was the Antichrist. Mm. 
it is what it is. Like yeah. it happens all so often. Uh, we just think so far back to the point that we have Abraham Lincoln over here about to free the slaves. How outrageous is the idea yeah. of free slaves yeah. when everybody owns fucking slaves? You can destroy my whole business over an idea you had. How mm-hmm. crazy is this man? We got to get him out of office. So no, nah, I doubt it. Okay. Well, I did mention Lincoln too. I said he had enough wherewithal to still think we're three-fifths of a man, but I said, all right, go ahead and go make something of yourself. But, okay, so how do you think this will play out with the election? Oh, I think there's a, a couple of routes this is gonna this could possibly take. Uh, every side is fucking stupid because nobody's educated, everybody's a moron, and those are the only people talking while all the educated people are sitting back laughing at the idiots that are running the world right now. So mm-hmm. let's respond based on the idiots that are running the world and that are going to make all the decisions. So let's begin with Trump's blind supporters. If he were to lose and decide, I'm not leaving office, I think this was rigged. And I think everybody who supports me should do something about it. By the way, two of these scenarios end in a civil war, which I think we're pretty close to because we're close to a race war heavily. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yesterday in those riots, I don't know if you knew this, but two cops got shot. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, shit's getting out of hand. Heavily. And he ain't even the first cop to get shot because there was the other two cops that were just sitting in their fucking car that some random motherfucker ran up on and shot. So One in L.A. Yeah. So this is getting out of hand. We're close to either a race war or a civil war, unless the race war is the civil war, which is just civil war part two, which was about race. But whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're close to part two of that. Anyways, Trump people pick up guns, go to the streets because you're not taking our president out because this was a corrupt election because Trump keeps pushing that rhetoric that this is crooked and it's corrupt and it's being rigged. Then you look at the alternative to that. Let's say Trump loses and he's fine with it. He's like, whatever. But he resigns somewhere in the 11 weeks before he gets out of office. And then he gets Pence to pardon him. Now Mm -hmm. he doesn't go to fucking jail. He's just fine. He's a perfectly fine citizen that nothing could happen to. Perfect. The left is then going to freak the fuck out because this is too outrageous. They're going to pick up guns. They're going to go to the streets, and they're going to start the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at potentially any decision this man makes other than I lost, I'm going to jail. Mm -hmm. And that's just if he loses. If he wins... Well, we just got four more years of it, and in that time, he's probably going to try to turn this into a dictatorship because he knows at the end of those four years, he's going to jail for a fact. So he needs to do everything in his power to not lose, which could happen when he appoints three additional upper judges, judges, and then we have a big problem when he can bend the law willingly to his direction no matter what because he gave them power and he can take it away if he felt like it. Mm. So we're looking at a potential civil war in a lot of these scenarios or a dictatorship. The only option for that not happening is if he does lose and goes peacefully and gets arrested. Any scenario outside of that, two of them end in civil war and the other, or or a race war, whichever one you want to call it, and the other one leads to a potential dictatorship. Hmm, interesting. Okay. (coughs) Well, I had a scenario, I had two scenarios too. I said, if he wins, yeah, we know the left's going to go nuts, but hopefully uh, this is just me speculating maybe this will wake people up and you know be more informed politically but also for black men to realize that you need to amass what you lost when we were brought over here and you need to 
understand that families and economics and knowing what's going on in the world outside of social media is more important than buying a pair of Jordans and all these other luxury things. That's an education problem. Yeah, that's an education problem. So hopefully you'll get more educated so everything else can fall into place. Here is the problem with just telling somebody to go get educated. You have to mm-hmm. convince somebody that's important. If I came right. over here right now and I told you, hey, man, I know you don't believe in God, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think you should definitely consider the possibility that Satan is a proper God and we should start worshiping him. Now, mm-hmm. are you going to be like, you know what, I'm not surrounded by anybody who, who worships Satan all day long. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't think I'm going to get into Satan, you know? In a situation mm-hmm. like that, how, how I got to convince you, no, Satan's the right way, man. You've been, he's the one making your wishes come true every time you pray. You only think it's Jehovah. You, 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 you got to be more convincing, you know? You can't just say, hey, man, go get educated when they come from an environment where education is low. Crime yep. is the only way to get things done. Right. Yeah, how, how are you going to accomplish this? <coughs> yeah, that, well, that's going to be, you go, well, when you put it that way, you got to re-educate before you can educate. Exactly. You have to make it so that it's normal for them to go get educated in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't start with the grown men. That starts with the children. Make right. And it's not going to happen immediately. It's going to take time. You yes. need, again, fund the schools. These people will be intellectuals. They will then believe education is powerful and matters, and they will educate their young. I will also say Western education is total garbage and we should adopt better systems, but some education is better than no education. Mm. So at least that's somewhere to start until we figure out how the hell to update our educational systems. Well, I had one theory we could hopefully recertify the schools so not everyone has to be on their way to college or jail. You can at least learn a skill. Fair enough. Everybody should have skills, and college should be free instead of a corporation that milks everybody the same way that so should healthcare be free instead of milking everybody for money. The fact that we have these things as businesses shows the corruption of capitalism. And I don't think capitalism is what's broken. It's the people using it. Using it, it. yeah. Which is problematic. Mm. (laughs) Quick message. Hey, folks, how many of y'all black people think like that? But, you know, it's easier to be led by emotion than critical thinking. A hundred percent. So before we end this, I have to do this quick ad. So you're going to hear about 60 seconds. Nah, maybe not that long of an ad. And then I'm going to wrap it up with Genocidal Jack. And then you can enjoy the rest of your evening. So hold on. We'll be right back. What's up? It's Kid Gravity. And if you need a break from listening to Rose and I fuss on Beyond Borders, we suggest you listen to our good friend Tiffy Television over on YouTube, where she does one-on-one discussions about anything and everything, talks about her personal life, and also discusses her journey and finding out who she is. So once again, listen to our good friend Tiffy Television over on YouTube at Tiffy Television. Now back to the show. Okay, we're back. Had to do that real quick. So, Jack, before I leave, (sighs) this last question, it's going to be an interesting question. 
I don't know if you're familiar with... You're familiar with Netflix, of course. 100%. Okay. Are you familiar with the fact that they released a movie about little kids doing... Well, joining a dance team. Yes. Before you do anything, tell me what you think about it. I saw the French version, and I I gave them a pass somewhat because that's European culture. But to me, having a kid, I didn't like it because it sexualized children too much. Okay, 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 okay. Now, this is where I got to make a stand and ask a couple of questions myself. Mm-hmm. It comes from a culture that didn't think the film was sexual. They thought it was a comedy exploring how people sexualize things. Right. Don't you find it ironic that you found the film sexual in the first place when it was talking about people like you who sexualize children? And I will frame this by saying, Mm -hmm. if you can see a child and think this is sexual then you're the one who sexualizes the child that's fair i think maybe oh maybe i think maybe i'm thinking different because i have a daughter maybe i think different and that movie i it, it just rubbed me the wrong way i know she was saying that it was the director and the writer said that it was supposed to be a way for you to have this conversation. But I said that there was a way, another way you could have presented it. But you didn't need the dance team. Okay, so fair enough. You think it was a, a sexualization of children? <sighs> yeah. Did you see? It, it, did you it's see, not a good. Did you see the yeah, entire film? Yes. Did you see the last scene where they had that ex- extremely explicit uh, dance and then the girl uh, suddenly realized that she shouldn't be doing this and then she left crying and joined some other girls? Yeah. When, you're not talking about the initial one, the one where they were in front of the adults, not that one. When they were at like the competition thing. The one where they were outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think happened there? I think it's that was when she had her awakening on it. Okay. After seeing that, what do you think that movie is about? I guess it's about... I don't know. If I had to think about it now, probably getting caught up with the wrong crowd, I guess. Yeah. it's uh, To some degree. It's about... Trying to find out where you fit, trying to find out what you think is right or wrong, and trying to find out who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And this girl was exploring herself in every facet when it came to who she is, why she is, what matters to her. And in no way is anything that she did, the, the scenarios were exaggerated. It's comedy. It's supposed to be exaggerated. But... You ultimately face all these things everybody does around that mm-hmm. age where you're trying to find your sense of identity. You're trying to find out who you are. You're trying to find out. And some kids do it by exploring sexuality. Some kids do it by diving headfirst into sports. Some kids do it by being extremely violent and bullying random people. 
And it's because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And this is a perfect example of that situation. Now, to look at that and say this is sexual, and don't get me wrong, the point of the film was to essentially out the people who would see this as sexual because it's so heavy in society that people do sexualize it. What I will say additionally is it happens to be mainly in Western society where that happens because a lot of other countries didn't seem to have as big of a problem as England, Australia, the United States. Western society freaked the fuck out on some whole other shit. But we also got to think that the priests that are molesting the children are in Western culture. The Boy Scout molesters are in Western culture. The celebrities that are abusing their power and either raping women or sexually abusing people are all in Western culture. It is engraved in Western culture. That film was almost directly aimed at Western culture trying to out the fact that it is based on a rape culture. Mm. And for you to see it sexual means it was sort of making commentary about you. Interesting. And yes, it's because you have a child. But the fact that you can see sex in a child brings up questions. Do you understand? Hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, that's an interesting take. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for a person who sees the film and at no moment thinks sex. They just think, oh, how funny that she's using this method to express herself. There's an innocence to that person that doesn't exist in a person who sees it and is outraged because, oh, this is kind of sexual. But it goes to say that it's kind of talking to our animal instinct. 300 mm-hmm. years ago, the concept of a child didn't exist. We made that shit up. They were kids, or at least people we would consider kids now, 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds working, full-fledged jobs in mm-hmm. factories. But that was fine then. Eventually, we decided, you know, psychological... But we picked an age. How do we know who even picked the right age? What if 18 is still too young? And it should have been at 30 years old that then you should be considered an adult. And that's when you get to make your choices. How many people go to war at 18, come back scarred, and then they're fucked for the rest of their lives? Mm -hmm. So did did we get it wrong? Or is it molestation if that happens? What about if we have an 18 year old who's dating a 60 year old? Is that molestation? There's a giant age gap, a giant experience gap. A person can definitely manipulate this younger person by miles. Ways that kid couldn't even understand. And they're 18. They're technically an adult. Is that the right age? So this movie comments on that. Don't get me wrong. I'm part of the same Western culture that's like, that's kind of fucked up. But I can understand the point of view of the places that don't think that. It's because we are in a society that's conditioned to see sex in children. And I'm not saying we're pedophiles. We're not here fucking no, children. No, it's just that we've been, have, we've been having it thrown in our face Exactly. So that we're we programmed to think to, sex when we yeah. see children. Because even she's from Africa, so, you know, I guess their rules are kind of different. All you got to do is think two generations back and the fact that one of our grandparents was like 12 when they married some 20-year-old and then that resulted in our entire family's timeline. Yeah, my grandparents were 10 years apart, so, you know. Yeah, it's not that serious. But when we think about it now, we're just conditioned, one, to think it's wrong. Yeah. Maybe it is. It's so It probably is. We, I mean, again, we send fucking 18-year-olds to do shit and they're scarred for all of eternity. What the fuck is... We're probably way off the mark. Yeah. But we're also conditioned to see it in ways that other cultures aren't. And that's a Western culture problem. Mm. We see sex because we're programmed to. We see girls on TikTok dancing 
they'll be like 12 years old and we're like oh shit she's sexualized and it's like she's fucking dancing yeah I don't know, bro. <laughs> it's fucked, bro. It's real. We fucked. gotta, we gotta reset the earth. Yeah, dude, for real, earth, dude. Where's that earth meteor? Needs a soft reset. It's overdue. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, you and I, we make enough noise that we'll get one of those uh, letters that say, "Hey, you can come to the underground nope. and chill out for about two years." Uh, bro, the underground's probably way darker. <laughs> that we, is true. Cause you'll be in a confined space. Yeah, dude, we're over here thinking other shit, and we'll get to the underground, and that's where the true monsters are hanging out. I don't want that. Yeah. I feel you. At least with hey. the ignorant, emotional people, you know what to expect. I don't want to go down there with a yeah, bunch of I thinking think, motherfuckers. I, th- I don't know. The thinking was not. Nah, they'll come up with some shit. <laughs> they'll come up. With, one of them will come up with a vial. He'll open it and be like, "There's your new plague. Now we got to go solve it." And they'll run away and be like, "What the fuck? Wear it up. Fuck that." <laughs> oh shit. Maybe we'll be like Douglas Quaid and go to Mars. And we'll just have to fight with Kohei and get some air. Hey, man, let's hope Elon Musk gets that done quick and I'll be the fuck out of here. I ain't lying to you. Listen, I just want to see, you know what, before we end it off, I just want to see, like, if the Trump people lose, I want to see if they're going to be like, oh, you know what, we got to leave. Look, dude, I think, I think whoever feels like the system isn't working, nobody's holding you here. Yeah. Go walk into the woods where there's no society. Good luck. Yeah, I always made that joke. I was like, listen, I know how to hunt and fish. If push come to shove, I'll take my family in a cave. Bro, for real. Like, if all gets serious enough, if the shit hits a fan, run into the woods. Who yeah. in society is going to follow you? Uh, that's a good question because, you know, a liberal can't start a fire. Hell no. <laughs> because they're not educated. They need the city. They, oh, God. You, dude. I, you've been camping, right? Hell no. I am so whitewashed, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Look, camping's fun. I mean, you got to just get in the first day you do it, you're, you're going to hate life. But eventually after that, you have fun with it. Dude, fuck nature. Knock down <laughs> all the trees, build an organic farm, kill all the cows so I could get my expensive, healthy meat that the rest of the population can't afford. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, listen. We could just upgrade it. You could still have your stuff. You just won't have too much electricity unless you bring a generator. Nah, dude. I'm willing to pay all the tax in the world. Let's go. There it is. <laughs> you break all the tax. I'll pay all the tax. Fuck that. Just give me my nice, clean, pasture-raised beef. <laughs> Wait, what kind of beef we talking, though? Nah, I don't need Talking beef. about the Japanese beef? Hell no, dude. Bison for days. My man. Oh, you know you gotta come back now. We gotta talk about we gotta talk about food. Hell yeah, dude! All right, folk, that was the show. It was fun. Something fun. I want to thank Genocidal Jack for coming on, and before he goes, he's gonna let you know where he can find his podcast, his words of wisdom, and his partner, who I always wish this is the second time I haven't gotten to talk to her. I think she's scared of me. <laughs> or maybe scared of talking to other podcasters. I don't know. Oh, she's but she's but she, she's her her adjective is calm. So yes, very calm, very collected. I would say I'm the off the rails uh, wrench in the machine. But anyways, you can find this show on uh, pretty much all the podcasting platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, 
Stitcher, wherever the hell you want to look for the most part. You can even find the uh, entire episodes on uh, Facebook, on YouTube, and you can find our social medias at Just Convo Pod. It's the same everywhere, so Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, if you're into that kind of stuff, and even Facebook is actually at Just Convo Pod. We're the same across the board. No matter where you go, you can find all our things. Cool. Quick question before you go. I just want your opinion on something. How do you feel about what Spotify is doing to Joe Rogan? Um, I think that what Spotify is doing, well, I mean, they're not doing anything to Joe Rogan. They're trying to figure out how to do something to Joe Rogan because he signed a contract that gives him full creative freedom and they didn't understand what that meant. It looks like none of those motherfuckers ever heard a show ahead of time. They were just like, it's a popular program. Let's get it. And little did they know, this is one of the most controversial shows that exists period so now when they finally realized that they're like fuck we're in a million a hundred million dollar contract how do we fix him and not go broke all at the because their stocks went up eight million dollars eight billion dollars my bad they went up eight billion dollars just by acquiring him so they made a hundred million dollar contribution and got eight billion dollars in return from it how do you fix him and not lose way more than that. Mm, I don't know. You better give him a hundred million dollars to tell him you can leave. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think Spotify is doing anything. And I don't. Think well, they are. Well, they said that they're edit. They edited some of his shows. No, they removed some of his shows. That's what happened. No, I know that, but they was. They said they were also looking at all his episodes like the ones he's doing now and they if they hear something they don't like they'll just edit it oh no that's a uh, legally binding they can't do that that's why he his own team uploads the episodes his own team edits his mm-hmm. own team cuts everything he's not working with any new team that's actually the bind they're in they're trying okay. to figure out how to get in without violating their contract because it might be a hundred million dollar contract but mm-hmm. the lawsuit surrounding that wouldn't be $100 million. That's just no. the money that he gets for the contract. We're looking at all the profit he brought the company being his. They would be ripped off by about $8 billion. They don't want to fuck that one up. They got to figure out how to work around this without triggering a lawsuit that comes against that contract. Because Joe Rogan would win it. He thought about this way ahead of time, which is he gets full creative control he gets to choose who he works with who's on the show who edits the show when the episodes go up and there are no exceptions to this if they want in they have a big problem it's either that or they just suck it the fuck up and shut the hell up because they didn't look into it ahead of time what if they did like a uncensored section what do you mean like they would just put his in a separate category like you would have to pay for it Oh no, because he's uh, his uh, contract includes the show being free. Ooh, yeah, they're screwed. Okay, yeah, they're they're. It's a bind, but they got yeah. like they've hired quite a couple of lawyers for this very situation. They yeah. are not happy, so they got a couple mm-hmm. of minds at work. So maybe they'll figure out a loophole. Who knows? They'll probably pay him off and kick him off. Yeah, give him two million, two two hundred million dollars. Be like, yeah, that's why I was thinking two fifty, and be like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just get the fuck out. Um, and go back on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> go back on YouTube for for. Just don't for, curse for, us so that we we get to keep the yeah. billions. Yeah. <sighs> that was the same thing that happened with Cuties too. They lost nine billion on that on that deal. With uh, what the fuck was his name? That's the uh, the Joe Budden podcast. 
No, the Cuties movie. Oh, the fucking Cuties movie. But I know yeah, with the Joe Budden, he fucking left and dropped their stocks. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, no. Such is life. Capitalism and all that. Capitalism. There we go. Capitalism. But, Jack, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. You made me think a lot again. Damn you. Always a pleasure, man. Always. Yeah. But yes, next time you come back, we'll have more subjects. We'll talk about bison and why electricity is the greatest thing that ever happened in life. I mean, the internet comes from it, bro. Well, and that's a waste of resources because a lot of people aren't using it correctly. (laughs) Hey, man, 97% of the internet is websites dedicated to porn. Now, you tell me if it's being used properly or not. Yes. No. Debauchery as finest. Hey man, that's that's a hundred percent democracy. You get to choose what porn is what we chose. Yeah. Sex sells. Hundred percent. Alright. So folk, we're gonna go enjoy the rest of your day. Wear y'all mask so you can get your supplies, please. Because pretty soon the mask will not be a requirement. So Also get your legal gun license. So oh, that when shit bro, hits the fan, bro, I'm doing my class next week. Yep. So that when shit hits the fan, you have a gun. Just know mm-hmm. you want to be armed. Stop thinking that you need to get rid of guns. Teach yourself how to use a gun, and then a gun is not a problem. Or ask them people for the billion dollars they were going to get rid of the cops and buy you a gun. Yeah, yeah. Just get all the guns. Get all the guns. Get all the guns. Collect as yes. many legally, so you can't go to jail for it or get shot oh, yeah. for it. Yeah, and start dummy corporations so you can get the bullets. Oh, yeah. Also, start <laughs> fake bank accounts so you could siphon away money from big corporations. Mm. So basically, Jack and I are saying, act like Fight Club. Do it, but don't talk about it. There it is. All right, y'all, we're out of here. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.